This is a headgum podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If I were you and I felt blue, I'd listen to a show by two koi Jews. Need some advice? Just ask these guys, Jake and Amir Val Bloom. If I were you, but I'm not you. Topless pick for this thick dick makes the chicks. Oh. Oh. Why? If you were me, you probably get the dirty. So listen here closely. If I were you, red like I'd listen to the dang best head gum crew, Jeff and Riley's review review. Oh wait, I mean that a huh? Game Boy oh. and his furry friend. What a cute little chipmunk, eh? Congratulations to Jake on his thousandth golden mic. You really earned this one, Josh. Good on your mic. If I were you and I felt blue. Listen to Jake and a bear bloom. They give advice whether they're wrong or right. Whether you're straight, by queer, or gay, they'll tell you it's okay. Don't kill yourself in a cafe. Here comes that Jenny. Let's play. If I were you, ass. Holy shit, that was that was really impressive. Welcome to If I Were You, uh, an oh, advice podcast. I'm Amir. The energy so so high. It was at such a pitch. You can't. Yeah. With that lead in, I forget who wrote it. Uh, whatever. Honor them by saying their name. John or some shit. No, probably. Don't what? say or some shit. Probably. <laughs> it's a popular name, so it's it's likely. But all right, it was incredible. Uh, oh, it was actually pretty close. His name is Jay from Australia. Yes. Very nice. I thought I saw, I thought I heard that, uh, that Aussie accent sneak in there a couple times. That's there. right. Uh, um, he, he's a TV and news producer who's occasionally on screen. And this was an Avenue Q theme song submission. Jesus, what an amazing song he ra- he made for us. All right. That's, I was trying to figure out like the, like what, what kind of genre of music that was. So yeah. What would, what would you call that? What, what genre of music is Avenue Q? Broadway, musical, theater. 
chilled like a play on on children's musicals as well though yeah it's like puppet sesame street uh um bombastic musical style i mean that was really perfect it makes me want to pitch a tv show where we kind of like do uh we host this show but it's like crank yaker style we're puppets oh that's cool and there's like puppet reenactments Oh, that's cool. So instead of us, I just stick my hand up like a puppet's ass, and it's just like... <laughs> I think maybe at this point, maybe you wouldn't be involved. I think Because of the... I said yeah, I don't want to like, stick, a, stick a hand my hand up a puppet's ass. I feel yeah. like we have the library, and we don't necessarily need you anymore. I can... Well, you need someone who's talented with regards to... Yeah, we can use the ass. old episodes. There's like 500 episodes, and you're, I mean, you're gone. I used a little, to be funny, <laughs> yeah, but now you're a little crass, and now you're just talking a lot about putting your hand in the puppet's ass. And I don't. I'd like, like to fist Elmo if probable. I feel like this doesn't help us in the room or the Zoom with the network nice. execs on the day nice. <laughs> for all the marbles. Uh, I don't want you pitching that, by my side. Not like that. Let me shout out this guy's Instagram. Fine. Kem Cage. K-E-M-C-A-G-E. Kem Cage. Kem uh, Cage. So cool name. Throw him a follow. I'll follow him. He's earned it. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that. I love following people from Australia. It's always a different time of like season there. So like when yeah. I'm cold and I'm I see my friends on uh on Australia and Instagram, I'm like, damn, it's it's 100 degrees there. You're going to the beach. That's awesome. Shouldn't there be like in like when time zones, there's like a whole gradient. It's not like here it's noon and there it's midnight. So basically like when it's summer here and winter in Australia, there should be like a fucking country like, I don't know, fucking Portugal or some shit where it's fall. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm serious. Like during Ecuadorian spring it should be our summer like they're just like three months ahead or behind or in fucking i don't know bolivia or okay. ecuador you made, or i mean shit. you made your point so you don't have to keep it on can naming be, yeah i'm just thinking about a different country and season. it's autumn in estonia yeah but it's uh fall here so it's the same season, but we call right. it something else. But yeah, autumnal is a little bit. I feel like autumnal is kind of like the middle of it. You know, fall is like just the beginning. Fall is started. Yeah. I guess it, it's like if you're on the equator, it should never vary. Like if you're above it, it gets really long days, short nights, like Iceland. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the equator, shouldn't it always be like twelve-hour days, twelve-hour nights, and the same temperature? I think it is. Okay, no further questions. Welcome to If I Were You, right. uh, <laughs> geography podcast. We sort of wax why about we Ecuador. Have, yeah. and, we should have that puppet <laughs> show. We should have a children's puppet show where we tell people that it should be fucking spring in Bangkok. Okay? Yeah, Thailand specifically. And then it's, uh, I don't know, summer in, uh, did you already say Estonia? Yeah, I did. I said Estonia. Yeah, we're, we're out of countries that we know, just like <laughs> that. But that's still fine. We'll teach kids about latitude, longitude, seasons, and time zones on If I Were You, the only show where we put our hands in a puppet's ass. <laughs> I am the Tropic of Capricorn because I am a Capricorn. 
and you the tropic of cancer because you are a cancer to this show you ruin it all the time with a puppet's ass thing what was that i was doing you a solid with a callback for one of your jokes you're back on the grid you uh were off the grid for about a week i haven't spoken to you in a week because yeah. you were like you said off the grid i left the grid what does that entail and how off the grid were you I was on an island in Maine called Vinyl Haven. Uh, it is vinyl, vinyl, vinyl Haven. like vinyl. No, it's V I N A L. I looked this up while I was there. It was just named for a guy that lived in the town named John Vinyl. Okay, uh, and it's called Vinyl Haven. It's next to North Haven, which interestingly is the town in Ham or sorry, the town in Connecticut uh, where I grew up. But it's North Haven is its own island in Maine. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think it's like a five or six or seven hour drive to Rockland, Maine, and then an hour and 15 minute ferry uh, out into like the Penobscot Bay in Maine. And I was wow. dropped on an island. When you arrived, did you say, oh, we're vinyly here at long vinyl last? Did you make jokes I, like that? <laughs> I forgot to do any vinyl jokes, actually. And I Because you were off the grid? Of, because, yeah, I was off the grid. I didn't have to be on. I didn't have to, like, hit anyone with those zingers, those epic zingers that I'm sure the lobstermen have all heard already. Yeah, because you're not, like, trying to entertain anyone. You're off the grid at this point. You don't need to be yeah. funny. No. But, I mean, we did a show there. I did a show. I did a solo show. What? 3,000 people in a lobster boat. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no way did. did you do yeah. that. That's improbable. There's no fucking way. There's not even 3,000 people on Vinyl Haven, did you say it was? Yeah, I think maybe the year-round population is like 1,800 or something like that. Okay, so you arrive to Vinyl Haven. You check your phone. No bars, some bars, but you're just trying not to look at it. Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi? There are bars. There's, there were bars where, like in town. Um, and there were bars like even just like out on the bay. Like You can, on the boat, the entire time I had service... And then on the island, we like drove for 20 minutes through Vinyl Haven and ended up on this even smaller island that you could take a bridge to, but it was called Dyer's Island. And on Dyer's Island, there's like 10 houses on it. And there, I sometimes had a single bar of service and most of the time I had nothing. And that's where you slept and hung out mostly? Yeah, that's where we slept. That's where we hung out mostly. There were a couple of days where we like went out onto the water uh, where we like went on to some hikes. There was one hike where we went up and like at the top of the mountain, I just like started getting slacks, texts, emails, all of them coming in. I instantly <laughs> went on airplane mode. I'm like, no, 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 no. Finally, no. you're at the top of Wi-Fi Island. You can Finally. get all the alerts. <laughs> nice. Yes. That's that shit I'm talking about. You're back on the grid. Yeah. You can start saying shit like that. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I had that one liner, that zinger for the lobster boat. I feel like I... I would it would have killed. So you get all these alerts and texts. Are you like fuck? I can't look at this. Are you like all right? I'm back in my hut on the beach, and I don't have service now, but at least I can see what I've missed. Are you like no? I'm trying to actively not see what I've missed. Yeah, I, that in that moment, I cleared everything and went on airplane mode. There were other times, like in the in the morning when I would go to town, I'd like see some stuff. I never responded to anything while i was there maybe like one or two one or two slack messages that you had sent or something um but for the most part i like 
saw things come in and I saw someone who I had asked to cover for me announce that they were covering and that something was handled. So I never, ever looked at my phone. It was like, shit, I have to do something, you know? Right. And then did you have like the anxiety of like, I'm checking my phone, even though I know there's no bars. Like, let me just look at my phone. I'm like, oh shit, what am I doing? It's just a habit at this point. Um, no, there was no, I think like I had more of my anxiety leading up to that vacation. Cause I was like, I was like, I'm going to be unreachable. Like I'm, are people going to be mad at me or like, am I, I don't know. What am I going to miss? I'm going to drop the ball on something. Um, I, I like need to handle everything before I go, but there's too much to handle. But once I was there, once I was like, I think the last thing I did was like, I recorded a nad pod on Friday night before I left. And when we were done, they were like, have a great vacation. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, everyone knows that I'm going off the grid. Right. And that's really nice. Cause I feel like this whole entire time has just been like, even when you're away, you're here, you're on the, everybody's around, everyone's around. You can't really take any time off. So this is the first time that I literally was just like, not just taking time off, but like unreachable. And it felt right. really, really nice. Did you have an auto response in your email? I didn't. Cause uh, I guess I kind of feel like most of the time, no one is relying on solely me. Like sometimes people are waiting for me to say something or weigh in. Um, right. But, but they all knew those you people knew there. I was gone. Yeah. There wasn't anything and nothing did come in that I was like, shit, I didn't, I dropped the ball. I didn't respond to that. What about news and stuff where you're like, I wonder what's going on in the world of politics. Did you check Twitter at night just to see if anything was on fire or a bomb had gone off somewhere? I never looked at Twitter. I there was a there was a TV there that got cable, so I was able to like watch uh, basketball, and I care oh, wow. about that. That's um, cool. What games did you watch? I watched uh, the Clippers Nuggets game. I watched the OKC uh, Houston game. That was pretty intense. Oh, game seven. Um, yeah, the Lou Dort game. Yeah, dude. I loved Dort. I really I really wanted him to win. Yeah, so did I. Because now the Lakers have to play the Rockets instead of Lou Dort. And I would yeah. prefer to play Lou Dort. That was like the one consolation that I felt when Lou Dort lost. Because I was like, oh, well, at least I want to see the the Lakers versus the Rockets. Which has been, it's proven fun. You got it. Yeah. Right? That's fun. That's fun to watch. It's a good series, a clash of styles. So you get off the island, you're back mm -hmm. on the grid. Are you like, I have to, this is a new me. I'm not going to do everything like I once was. I have to like to carry on the Zen energy from the off the grid onto the on grid. Are you like, all right, I got to fucking download everything twice as hard, refresh, reload, re-see everything that I missed. It was a little bit of both. Cause I did have like one realization leading into the vacation which was like, the more I try to stay on top of everything and like bat things away as they come in, cause I like, I don't know, I place this weird importance on like a clean inbox and, and having nothing on my plate. But the more stuff you push off your plate, the more that starts coming in. Cause you're like, I don't know. I tend not to like say no to a bunch of stuff. So like everything that comes in, I treat as like a to-do list and, and like I get, and I activate on it, right? Yeah, so, like a red circle notification on a group text. And you're like, shit, I better weigh in here or respond right. or do something. 
Yeah. So, and a lot of the time when I respond, then that like sets something in motion where somebody does something and then I have to respond to that. And you just like get further and further along the road. So I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to like just try setting the pace more because if I just like instantly respond to stuff that comes into my inbox because I want to get it out, then that just means that like I'm creating more work. So, So on one hand, I was like, I'm going to be more zen about my inbox. I'm going to let things sit in there, maybe find a way to organize it, whatever, um, in, a, in a way that doesn't make me like constantly have to react to things as soon as they come in. Uh, then the other part of me was like really happy that I could like look at porn and have like full bars and be able to, like, <laughs> spank my meat and stuff. Yeah. Well, like, and then what about like Instagram or Twitter news or sports or oh right uh, pop um, culture? Did you like miss any of that or emails no. and stuff? <laughs> no, I was worried that I would miss any of <laughs> yeah, the new the releases porn. porn wise. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that because I didn't right. know porn aside, like, if mofos, bang bros, like, browsers, do you find yourself yeah it's like new <laughs> content time? that new <laughs> new pretend yeah pretend I wasn't talking about like let's take porn out of the equation. Do you think uh, you're using your phone less since being back on the grid? Um, and or porn's not part of the equation? Hat. No porn. Pretend, I'm not talking about porn. I'm talking about phone. I'm talking about like just social mm-hmm. media, I guess, in general. Um, I looked at... No, I mean, I was not really... Definitely not looking at Twitter. I just assume everything is bad all the time. And I've like, uh-huh. I look at Twitter maybe once or twice a day now to get a general sense of what's oh, going interesting. on. Um, whereas before I was definitely looking at it, at it nonstop. And Instagram, I look at a couple times. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's changed, but I don't have like the compulsion to like go through the entire feed. I kind of just like flip a couple times, see see if anything interesting's happening and then, and then stop. So overall you loved being off the grid, right? I would say I entirely loved being off the grid. I don't think that it's like, I can't sustain that. That's not what I want. I don't want an off the grid lifestyle. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could just never have to deal with this. I like everything that, w- that we do, but I think I like, I like learning a lesson while I'm off the grid and trying to apply it to, to just being able to relax on the grid. So tap into you- an off grid lifestyle. There were definitely times where I like, thought a lot about stuff that was happening back on the grid not like through my phone but i would just like think through um stuff at work you know i would just like think about what i was going to do when we got back or i'd have an idea where some like something we had talked about at the end of last week or something like that um and i had um so i like I kept on trying to like remove myself from those thoughts and like place myself off the grid. I had like a visual of me being high up above Maine and like being dropped off like the little Google maps guy, you know, where you yeah. like, put them into street view. That's I right. Guess, like, I kept on imagining them. like being picked up out of, out of the, <laughs> like, um, like the city dragged all the way up to Maine and then like placed in the middle of the forest in the middle of an island and just being like, right. you're here right now. <laughs> Stop. Do you think you could have gone one more week, two more weeks, four more weeks off the grid? Or you're like, that was a solid amount of off grid time. If I, I think that like, I, I'm just like a part of too much 
stuff. So I like my pull, my pull to go back was more to be like a part of like the stuff that um, that people depend like to be there uh, for the things that people depend on me to do. But I wasn't like, damn, I miss technology. I miss um, being connected. Like I was, I could have if if everyone was like, Jake, we don't need you. You're fine. I could stay there for sure for months i think i could stay there for a month i'd miss my family yeah you'd ideally like to take them all off the grid with you right if i just knew that they could come and visit every few weeks i (laughs) I would i would never really have to leave i could definitely be a compound guy i could oh that's cool would you um be fine if there was even less technology like straight up off off grid like phone doesn't work tv doesn't work for two weeks or is that too much off grid? Um, I could be there with like, I don't know. TV was nice. It was really nice to have that respite. And we also like cooked tonight's dinner. I mean, we were like in a regular ass house. It wasn't like we were in a, a hut. I think right. I could, I could do like camping off grid for maybe a week or two, but I don't think Jill could do it. She yeah, does crazy. not like, Jill doesn't like bugs. So it's, it just wouldn't happen. Right. I'm the same way. Like I would, my camping is like after two days, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not sleeping well. I'm starting to really reek of shit. I could go for a shower in a normal bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I I think I could, I mean, I sleep better. Like when I slept in a van with my brother, uh, like when we were hiking around in Washington state two summers ago, it was like the best sleep I ever got. Cause you're out in the sun all day. Yeah. Maybe that's it. And then and it, it gets dark, dark and you just like too. power off. Did yeah. you, did it, the sun set really late there? Um, it did, no, it didn't set much later than it has been here, like seven, seven fifteen. it was going down. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was, it's not like terribly far up the coast. It's like only two hours from Boston or something like that. That's cool. Uh, all right, let's try to answer a question before break. You're back on the grid after all. I'm back. Let's do it. Uh, hey dudes writes, uh, did you meet anybody over there? Does anybody have a name over there? We can call this person as, oh yeah. You know, shout out to our, our skipper and buddy, Travis, Travis. All right. The skipper and buddy Travis writes last week, my unemployed roommate threw back throughout his back while lifting his TV. You can relate. Mm -hmm. uh, He has terrible pain tolerance and has been laying in his bed to recover ever since. At first, he was just asking me to refill his water every now and then, but it's gotten to the point where he wants me to help him with leg stretching, and he's even gone as far to ask me to dump out his piss pitcher. That's right. He's been pissing into a Kool-Aid pitcher to avoid getting up to walk to the bathroom, even though he's been fully capable of strolling around the house once a day to try to get some movement in. His room stinks of human piss, and it's becoming unbearable to come home. He's running out of muscle relaxers, and I fear what happens after they're gone. I feel like this is the beginning of my 600-pound life episode. Help. Love, Travis. Yeah. Well, shout out to Travis again. Uh, he's a better person than the guy that wrote this email. By the way, if you're ever in uh, in Maine and you need a, a taxi or a tour or a charter, uh, Fox Island Charter, and I think his boat is called the Life Aquatic. I don't know. Check it out. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Would you throw um, out my piss or would you be like, just go to the bathroom? This is ridiculous. So I've been here. I've been here. I You couldn't even go to the bathroom? The last time I threw out my back, almost a year ago now, I think it was September of last year, 
and I was in such crippling pain that I couldn't even like stand I couldn't even like kneel to go to the bathroom all I could do is like turn I was like laying in one position on the couch and I could turn enough rotate enough to lie on my side to piss into a bottle and my sister Eliza was here because Joe was at work this is when people went to offices and my sister Eliza emptied my piss bottle for me love you Eliza wow Um, wow what a fucking sister I would not I would not I touch my brother's piss bottles or my mother's or my father's you're an or asshole. yours or mine. <laughs> Yet you piss in a bottle even though your back is fine. So, so what I'll do is I'll get a little lazy and I'll do the rotate, but I don't use a bottle. I just piss as close as I can towards the toilet. That's right. So I don't like I don't have to get into a receptacle. I just have Shooting. to aim my damnedest. Mm-hmm. And you'll have someone mop that up if you miss, which you often do, because you're pissing from the couch towards the toilet. That's exactly right. It's tough. You, I think you have you have to do it, though. There's not really any other option. Yeah. like You can't tell him no, because you're sort of walking around and you're fine. I would wear gloves just to be safe, and then yeah. he'll sort of realize how much work you're putting in. I mean, there's... Speaking as someone who peed into a bottle and had someone that I loved empty the bottle out, and um, when I had to pee again, I would call for the bottle. Um, so, like, your roommate doesn't like doing it. It's not like a weird power move. It's not like, um, yeah, let's, uh, I love pissing into a bottle and having someone empty it for me. That's not a good place to be. Your roommate's at the lowest point in in their life. Like, when I did this, I felt like an invalid. I thought it sucked. I was really sad. I was despondent over it. I was like, I can't even stand up to piss. This isn't good. So at least you can put that in your heart and be like, they're going through a much harder time than me. All I have to do is <laughs> empty the bottle. All I have to do is carry it to the bathroom and back. Yeah. They're the one that has to piss in it. And that's not yeah. fun. Just hearing about this, I'm like, ooh, I hope my back never gives out. It sounds like the most, I guess it is, it's the most painful thing. It's a full body pain that limits your entire range of motion. You can't do anything. It's. I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but like, it's re- It's all you can think about. I, I had pulled my back. I was in such bad pain. Like, I couldn't do anything. And my sister was like coming over to care for me. And I had to get up to unlock the door to let her in. And I walked from the couch. I like shuffled. It took me a minute to walk to the door. I opened the door and I started going back to the couch. And my entire body is just like seizing pain everywhere, blinding pain. And I'm like, I either, I I can't stand still because it just keeps on seizing and it keeps on hurt. Like I'm like frozen, but I also can't get to the couch. I can't do, and I can't fall down because if I fall down, it's the worst pain that will ever happen. Like my entire body being jostled. Um, so just like, <laughs> oh absolutely just like standing in the middle of the living room, paralyzed, uh, having like a fuck, like just back spasms. It It's insane. So I guess clean out this guy's piss because what he's going through is worse than what you're going through. Yeah. And when you're, when this is all over, it'll, it'll come back to you karmically because he'll remember as I remember the person who emptied their piss bottles. 
Yeah. Maybe like when he's feeling better, you can shit in a glass and then he has to sort of clean it out with his toothbrush or something to make it even at least. That's petty, but I like it because it is, (laughs) it's, it's cosmically correct. Yes, and overall, the universe is back to neutral when that happens. Why don't you shit in the glass now? Just so you'll always... Yeah, on the day. (laughs) Because you might sort of get scared and cowered out when it comes time to shit in the glass. So take out his piss, shit in the glass, wait for him to feel better, and kick his ass. (laughs) All right, solved. Uh, Okay, let's take a break. Thanks, some sponsors. Come back with more questions and answers on the grid. Oh, yeah. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitnessnah.com. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we are back. Uh, I guess today's unsolicited advice is to get off the grid every now and again. If you can do it, if you can do it, even if you have to do it from your home and just turn your phone off, say you're going off the grid. Wow. It's a nice reset. It's a nice reset. Wow. Highly recommend. All right. But for us, let's go back deeper into the grid. Another email we got from a college dude. We'll call him Colin Dude. Cool. That's really cool. I'm in a bit of a situation, writes Colin. I've been dating my girlfriend for about a year, and she's great, and we get along well. I came into a little bit of a dilemma yesterday i was being a good boyfriend and bringing my girlfriend and her sorority sisters starbucks for their entire online recruitment i get to the apartment knock on the door and one of my old hookups answers we both stare at each other for a few seconds i hand her the coffee and say good luck and dip out of there turns out this is one of my girlfriend's friends and sorority sisters so i'm a nice guy but i did this hookup dirty we banged hard a few times then she caught feelings and i blocked her she even tried to contact me on various platforms and it only lasted a couple weeks but i don't want this to come back and bite my relationship should i tell my girlfriend before she does or just pretend i didn't mess with this girl's emotions love colin dude ay 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 that's fuck you but but (laughs) But now that that's um, done, now that that's over with, and you've been chastised, um, I kind of feel like it's a little fucked up. But like, if this girl's officially your girlfriend, and she hears from some girl that you did dirty, like that's kind of fine for you because all that really shows is that your girlfriend is the one that like made you settle down, right? Like you could oh. easily just be like, "Oh yeah, I blocked Tiffany. I didn't like her." Like, I feel like people like talking shit about their friends that tried to date you and couldn't. Like, that... Yeah. I, I, I wonder if the girl it, will say anything. Do you think she'll say anything? I Yeah. there's a, I think it, the, all you can do by, by bringing it up, I think, is shoot yourself in the foot. You can make something out of nothing. It might not ever happen. Um, maybe the thing to do is just not reach out to the girlfriend who knows none of this but reach out to the girl who you wronged and try to clear the air there if you can. Say, hi, I know I was a shithead. You didn't deserve to be treated like that. I'm sorry if there's anything Let me I take you out. <laughs> Let me take you out to a nice glass of wine dinner. Right. Let uh, me make you a chicken. A dinner. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Can I make you a chicken? 
I, I was, I, I wasn't cool about that whole thing. And you deserve to have a foul because I treated a, you foul. <laughs> a Cornish game hen for the games I played with you, hen. <laughs> is her name still hen? No, it's Molly. Well then, aren't I? I was on Molly, which is why I don't remember well. <laughs> Maybe if this guy blocked this girl, he has to like write the message, like brings over another Starbucks. And it's like, this one's for you. This one's for you. And he holds it and it says like, keep your mouth shut. This girl means so fucking much to me. You're not going to ruin it for me. And then and you give could, it to her. And you could give your name as that at Starbucks. So then they, so they write it else. on there for you. Like then that's they good. would write everything. You just say like... Be and it's quiet. not your handwriting. Like, yeah, they say, "What's your name?" You say, "Oh, just write down on the cup. Don't like, don't say anything. Be quiet. You'll ruin this relationship." I'm yeah. a good guy now. I'm a good boy. Yeah, and that way, when you get caught and your girlfriend's like, "What the hell is this message?" You could be like, "I did not write that. I think I said Colin," and they were like, <laughs> "You know how they mishear you, and it's like yeah. this funny random thing you put on Instagram." People put yeah, people post that on the story. Like yeah. I said, Colin, dude, I really did. Yeah, think- and they wrote, yeah, leave me alone, and I'm meaning too much to this girl for you to fuck it up now. That'd be a really funny and dumb thing to do at Starbucks is when they ask you your name, just say your full name. <laughs> you really don't need that. <laughs> uh, name is Amir, but you could call me <laughs> Mr. Blumenfeld <laughs> or whatever. Just write down, yeah, Dan is fine. Can I get a name for that order? Fuck. Mr. Blumenfeld. <laughs> so <laughs> so fucking ostentatious <laughs> austin powers no no ostentatious shit uh all right so you don't have to say anything because odds are she won't and even if she does then it's probably fine yeah there's a way to play it but i'm not i yeah i don't think you were good but you know you were bad you were bad you're a bad guy duh Last question from another dude who's doing Muay Thai kickboxing. Whoa. Let's call him Mo. Mo Thai writes. Mo Toy. I recently, Mo Toy writes that I recently started doing Muay Thai uh, kickboxing after watching Cobra Kai. And now I want to learn some kick-ass uh, moves and get mad pussy. Mm. All right. There's this guy at my boxing gym who I always end up sparring with. And he's like a new me. Uh, now bear in mind that we do Muay Thai barefoot and this guy's nails are freakishly long and dangerously sharp and serrated so that every time he throws a kick at me, I'm blocking a knife and I finish classes with open cuts. Uh, I was hoping that he'd eventually get the hint and cut his nails, but if I didn't say anything, but weeks have gone by and he's still got these Wolverine feet claws. I'm starting to think it's like a fighting strategy he has. My question is, should I tell the guy to cut his nails, or is there like a more elegant way of saying this uh, so I don't appear weak and afraid of this guy's nails? Plus, we're both new, and I don't want to be that guy who goes around telling people what they should do. I'm also curious uh, about you guys, your guys' thoughts on martial arts in general, so any fight tips would be appreciated. Cheers from Australia. All right, mate. Well, you got to. Well, tell you what, you've got to. I've never seen somebody that, like, fucking wants to do Muay Thai. Muay Thai? Muay Thai? Muay Thai? Muay Thai? Muay Thai, and is also so conflict-averse. You're, yeah. like, kicking, punching, throwing, <laughs> headlock, 
but you're afraid to like have a conversation with a guy like yeah. that's not i would tell on him i would be like i love this class sensei but there's like it gets to the point where i'm like scratched up from this fucker <laughs> yeah it's like it's also it's also kind of weird to be like you get your ass kicked all the time in this class you can't handle a, a nail scratch that happens have you ever done a class like this? Like even boxing, which I hear is a good yeah. workout, but like you see this? <sighs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what? You learn that in the class? Oh, that's such poor form. Is that because the mic is because yeah, the mic is in the way? Yeah, the mic is blocking it. What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks what did you take like a karate class in first grade <laughs> are you okay <laughs> you look like you're in pain but i haven't done anything <laughs> how are you losing to a computer <laughs> what is that <laughs> oh. <laughs> what did you take martial arts wise what was that i did jujitsu and Christian Jitsu. <laughs> you think that Jiu-Jitsu is a Jewish martial art, and then you're also half-taking that, half-taking a Christian version of Jitsu? I was raised interfaith, so I did Jiu-Jitsu on my dad's side, Christian Jitsu on my mom's. Um... I, I fear to ask, but what's the difference between the two martial arts? You wear a kippa during jujitsu. <laughs> That's the only difference? Just what you wear? <laughs> That's, that is the only difference. And um, in terms of your gi? And most people... The gi is the same. Most people doing <laughs> jujitsu are circumcised as well. <laughs> most? And you find that out in combat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. That's the foreskin. You're playing like a fucking banjo in Christian Jitsu. <laughs> no, don't not Christian Jitsu, please. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously have not done any of this. So I think what you have to do is say to the guy, you you got to do it while you're bleeding. You have to be like, hey, I got this cut. I think you got to cut your nails. Super casual. That's all. It's I keep them long so I can slice ya. <laughs> oh, fucker. Now I need stitches. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that's... You gotta go to the teacher for that. You don't have to tell him. You can be like, hey, this guy keeps cutting me. Mm -hmm. I know I feel weird blaming him, but like he really is slicing and dicing my shin. <laughs> I don't know what you, to do. I guess it'd be... Well, and that's the other thing that... If he's doing it to you, then he's doing it to other people as well when you're not sparring with him. So yeah. do it for the greater good. And I'm fine bleeding. Yeah, I'm fine bleeding. Like, this is whatever for me, just like pouring yeah. blood out. I'm just worried that when you spar with somebody else... You faint, you're fainting? <laughs> I'm just lightheaded as all because you, you keep cutting me, man. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, yeah I guess you got to work on your blocking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, and you're also when you're saying that he's doing this as like a fight strategy that's like inventing a reason not to talk to him like it's not 
I think you're you're just afraid to to have the conversation, which is fine. But it's it's yeah. easy. It's an easy one. You can do it. I know it. But yeah, it's funny because yeah, like you said, this is a whole combat class, and he's afraid of using his words at all. But I guess that's why he's in Muay Thai. You can just let your fucking fists do the talking. No, you, you think he's going to scratch you? You only want to be using Muay Thai in self defense when your words have been exhausted. When words fail, that's when yeah. you enter the domain <laughs> of Muay Thai. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing. What if you try to slice him mid-fight? So, like, you have to fight fire with fire. So, you have a little nail clipper. He goes to kick you, and Mm. it's, like, slow motion. (sighs) Nail clipper. Bing, 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 bing. And then by the time he, like, finishes his kick, his nails are completely off. That's cool. Like, slow motion style. The other option is that you could grow your nails a little longer, um, file them into real points, you know, like... I, you can you can only fight fire with fire. You can only fight nails with nails. Um, you can become the 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 Wolverine that you've been waiting for. Edwards Unleash is a hand style. So like yeah, like a bunch of fucking like that. And then he, he by the time the fight's over, he had a mani pedi and he had no fucking idea. Yeah, that's really cool. There you go. All right, I think I'll I think I'll sign up for martial arts. Would you, I mean now it's too late, but like, would you ever do? Would you consider uh, learning a martial art? It's never too late. Oh, I meant it's too late because like classes, they're not gonna. No. I just mean like because of the pandemic, they're not like. No, you did not mean open. that. You <laughs> meant like, that I am an old and feeble fighter, and I <laughs> take grave offense to that. In fact, I challenge you to a sparring match. UFC will meet halfway in the middle mm. um somewhere in kansas we'll settle this in the octagon you choose your method of combat i choose mine okay i'll really? choose <laughs> you're so so quick to back down you, i thought i could sort of intimidate you verbally you to the point where you would back down and if then you uh thought- you still I would might, be like, wow, you're too afraid to fucking fight me. I thought you still you might were a be coward, able to. But I, you still might be able to. Why? Like you instantly gave up, right? Like I uh, said, okay, and then I was going to talk about my weapon, and then you could have talked. Now about my throat you hurts. <laughs> you're, you're a coward. You're a craven lunatic. Please don't you're, touch me. Please don't hit me. <laughs> don't hurt me. <laughs> we're, we're not even. It's a zoom. I can't touch you. Look, this is as close as I could get to your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling 911. I can't unlock my phone because my hands are too clammy. No. I'm just sliding over the swipe button. It's not doing anything. <laughs> so sweaty. There's too much moisture. God damn it. Uh, all right cool well listen good luck yeah tell that tell on that guy he'll have to cut his fingers whether you say so or your sensei does it's kind of fucked up to tell yeah i I think you can talk to him in person irl uh just be like hey look what you did in my arm cut your toenails bye that's it oh that's cool while you're walking away Mm -hmm. uh i guess it's not a sensei in muay thai oh maybe it? it is Oh, we'll do sensei. Yeah, sensei. I don't know. Tune you in, know, the teacher. Yeah, tune in next week where we only talk about mixed martial arts. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's our a other fucking, podcast, a UFC fight cast starring me. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks for sending in your questions. Uh, theme songs. Obviously, that opening one was such a hit by Jay. Should we play it again? Mm-hmm. It's so good. 
Yes. So Let's good. play it again since it was good. It would be it would be a shame if it only existed once. Uh, sure. If you want more of us, we're on the Headgum Podcast a bunch on the Headgum Network. We also have a Patreon where we're doing bonus videos every week. Our Patreon is blowing up, so whoa, hop on there, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the beginning of the month, so now's the time to sign up because you get a a whole month for just four ninety nine. Um, yeah, and there's never so, been more content on the Patreon than there is right now. It's maxed out. Over 200 videos, both seasons of Lonely and Horny. This, your, my speech at your wedding. We've got it all on there. So yes. check it out. Uh, all right. And uh, we'll be back, as always, next week. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Our email address is ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Uh, okay. I, again, Jay with the Avenue Q theme song to play us out of here. Bye, Thank everybody. You. If I were you, and I felt blue, I'd listen to a show by two coy Jews. Need some advice? Just ask these guys, Jake and Amir Val Bloom. If I were you, but I'm not you. Topless pick for this thick dick makes the chicks... Oh. Oh. Why? If you were me, you probably get the dirty. So listen here closely. If I were you, red, I'd listen to the dang best headgum crew. Jeff and Riley's review, review. Oh wait, I mean that a Game Boy and his furry friend. Congratulations to Jake on his thousandth golden mic. You really earned this one, Josh. Good on your mic. If I were you and I felt blue, I'd listen to Jake and a bashful bloom. They give advice whether they're wrong or right, whether you're straight, by queer, or gay. They'll tell you it's okay. Don't kill yourself in a cafe. Here comes that. If I were you, ass. Yes. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>